Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. Welcome to this episode of the Artist Interview, a podcast from Hope FM. I'm your host, Gordon T, and it's my absolute privilege to welcome to the show guests from around the world of contemporary Christian music. And, you know, they've got some amazing stories to tell. And this episode from the archives is The Cashmans. And you know what? In 2019, my new find band was We The Kingdom. In 2020, it was The Cashmans. I love these guys. Their album Burn is fantastic. Uh, They've got some great things to share. And, uh, you know, sometimes in life, things just don't go right. In fact, they can be downright awful sometimes. But you know what? God can turn any situation around and use it for some good. So I hope you enjoy not just their music, but also the stories they tell. And that was In The Waiting by The Cashmans. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey, hey Gordon. Gordon. We're doing great. How are you? <laughs> really well. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us on Hope FM. It's such an honor to have you back with us. Um, that track is an absolutely beautiful piece of music with storming lyrics. And I am absolutely sure that a song like that is one that's got a story behind it. So before you tell us a bit more about yourselves, could you just tell us about that track? Absolutely. Uh, Well, that song is very special to us. I mean, they're all kind of special in one way or another, but that one in particular off of this album has been one that's been been very close to our hearts because um, we wrote it when our daughter, Everly, was just a newborn baby. And I started it actually at the piano with her in my arms. I remember one night when I couldn't sleep, which was many nights. (laughs) And um, I was writing on this album and I was just looking down at my you know, beautiful little newborn baby girl that was a complete miracle and reflecting upon the years of, of waiting, you know, that long season of waiting. Um, Jonathan and I have actually uh, been together quite a long time. We'll be celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary, believe it or not, this summer. And um, for a good amount of time, we were trying to get pregnant, actually. And you know, without success. And it was, it was pretty heartbreaking. And it was a, a personal journey that we went through that we, we kept pretty private. We didn't, we didn't share it a lot with others, but, um, you know, we just kept praying and believing and kind of holding out hope that, you know, God, if it be your will, we'd be parents one day. It was really our heart's desire. And, and uh, to be honest with you, we had just sold our house in Florida and we were moving back to Nashville. And just a, a changing of, of seasons. And I was at a, a place personally where I was just feeling like, you know, very discouraged and that this might not actually ever happen. And um, it was the week of Mother's Day. And I was having a particularly tough Mother's Day. And again, I didn't share it with anybody. We were very private about it. And uh, the Lord spoke to me through complete random people. Um, in this world that just reached out to me. Um, I had a friend, um, you know, who I didn't know altogether very well. She was a person we'd met at a church um, down in Florida. 
who reached out to me um, a couple days after Mother's Day on Facebook message. And she just sent me this long message. And to sum it up, she basically said, please don't think I'm crazy. Um, I struggled and wrestled with whether or not I was going to send this to you. But I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw a picture of you and I felt like the Lord spoke to my heart to tell you that this is going to be the last Mother's Day that's bittersweet for you. And little did she know or have any idea what I was going through. And of course, I'm on the other end of this message, just weeping. (laughs) And, um, you know, it really gave me some hope that the Lord sees me and he sees my heart and I'm not forsaken and I'm not forgotten and all this. And, um, and then a few short days after that, we went to um, a service at um, a church that we were just visiting at the time that later became our church, The Belonging. They had a Tuesday night worship night, and we ran into an old, old friend who hadn't seen in many years. And long story short, she saw me, and the same kind of thing. She, she looked at me and hugged me and, and oddly asked us, are you trying to, get, are you trying to have a baby? which is a very peculiar thing to ask somebody, especially if you haven't seen them in a long time. And we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, well, actually we are. And she goes, I just feel like I'm supposed to pray for you. And um, can I do that? And, you know, she, we of course said yes. And she laid her hands on my tummy and prayed. And, and when, you know, about a week and a half after that, um, we found out we were pregnant with Everly. So she was just literally a complete miracle. Um, that wow. the Lord just delivered after years and years of trying and praying and waiting. And, and so to be fast forward, to have her in our arms and to have this long awaited promise um, here, finally, it was, it was amazing. And so this song was, was really one of that just reflection on that long, hard, difficult season of waiting and how even in that time, God is so faithful. He's so good. You know, it doesn't, I share this story sometimes with hesitation because I know there's a lot of women and a lot of people out there who can relate, but maybe it doesn't always end up, you know, in this, this same way. Um, but it's not a, a promise that everything's always going to turn out the way that we want it to, but it's a, a promise and assurance that God is good and that he's in control and that, you know, his, um, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts and that he sees us and he knows us and he loves us and he's with us. And so um, my hope for this song, as it's been an encouragement and a reminder to me um, is, is that it would bring that same kind of hope and encouragement to others that maybe they're not, you know, waiting for a baby, but maybe it's a a, a health, you know, um, miracle or, or even just in this pandemic, honestly, just how many people have been waiting to go back to life, you know, and to see family and just, um, just this prolonged season, I feel like it's been really difficult, obviously, on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And just wondering, God, where are you? Do you see us? You know, even, you know, what's going on? And I hope that this song, as timely as it was in its release, will be that, uh, that reminder to people that even in the waiting, you know, he's good, even in the heartache, you know, he's, he's near, he's faithful, he's good. So, um, yeah, I hope the song would, would, would bring hope. It, it's a beautiful song and I'm absolutely sure it would do for many people. Uh, so, Brittany, thanks for all you shared. It is a personal and, and a difficult subject to talk about, but obviously you encountered God in uh, all of that and it was a journey, but also what miraculous thing as well with those people already sending you things as if just almost as if God knew the plan on that one might say he clearly did, but also for him to speak that and then you'd find out that you are pregnant is, is 
great, isn't it? So if afterwards people go, oh, I think you might get pregnant, or you go, oh, I already am pregnant, but you didn't even know at that point. Uh, Jonathan, how, how, did, how did that impact you when uh, people started bringing those words? Did you come at it with faith or did you have a struggle about it or were you cautious? What was your thinking? Well, it's funny because you think you have a story, you know, and it's going in a certain direction. And when Brittany said that we're pregnant, I think I just kept saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just kind of paced around the, the room. So the waiting, like a crazy I, you know, person for a while. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And, and well, cause it's a, it's a mind, you know, altering statement. I'm pregnant. <laughs> You know, because again, I think you you know you you think you know your story, and it's going to go in this direction. We're just maybe that's just not for us. And I think maybe I accepted that in some way. So that was out of the blue in a way. Um, but also, um, there is this idea that well, it's the scripture, right? There's this concept of waiting on the Lord, and it's that you know who he waits on the Lord shall mount up. Uh, well, shall renew, renew their strength, right, and mount up with wings as eagles. And so the idea of waiting on God is trust it's faith it's testing you know your patience all these different things you know that kind of go along with building your character um and yeah and so you know i wanted to when we heard those statements you you, you know sometimes people you know we travel all over and sometimes people have uh words for you and um some of them are just you know i, I think good um intentional you know well-intentioned encouragements yeah i guess you could say that and may or may not be the lord right but some are and so you, it's hard to discern those things so i think when this one particular person reached out and said i don't normally do this but i feel like god's telling me that you know you're gonna you know be pregnant essentially is what she said it was coming from a source of a person who was very, very not, well, she didn't like that. And so that was uh, something that kind of tweaked my interest. But um, like Brittany said, you know, this is a time of waiting that we're in now, right? I mean, so again, we think we know a story, but God loves to interrupt. I think God loves to sort of intervene and change our stories and help us to realize that he's in control and that he's sovereign and, you know, it's up to him really, right? So, yeah. Yeah, it was a. It was quite it blew a. Blew my mind. He was he was crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could share that on the radio. <laughs> like a baby. But he was. was yes, crying like he was a man. Very happy. He was crying like a man. Uh, crying like a man. Well, <laughs> I'm, I I think it's a wonderful story. Uh, also, though, I'm mindful that as you've shared it, there's going to be people who are absolutely this time waiting, waiting for so many different things, uh, and. I normally would ask you to pray after the, the, the second track, which we'll be doing in a moment anyway. But I think it'd be a miss really not to give you an opportunity if you're happy to, for you to pray for the listeners, for those who are impacted by what you've already just shared. Yeah, absolutely. Um, God, we just thank you so much, Lord, that you are with us. Emmanuel, you are here. You are in our waiting, God, whatever season um, of waiting that, uh, that we might be in, God. And I, I just pray for every single person that's mm-hmm. listening right now, God. And you see them, um, you know them intimately, Lord. You you see their heartache, you see their faith, Lord. You see their struggle, um, their doubt, even, God. And and you love them through it. 
And God, I just pray that that you would just reach out to them, Lord, that this message would reach their hearts um, in just a very profound way, God, that you would you would speak hope and life and encouragement and truth to them, God, and that they would see you as the God in the waiting, God, that you are you're faithful through everything, that you are near, that you are close, that you are good, even when we can't see it and we can't make sense of it. Um, God, we thank you that you are good and that your thoughts are higher than our thoughts and your ways are higher than our ways. And Lord, I just pray that um, whatever it be that the struggle is, Lord, maybe it's it's waiting on a spouse or 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 infertility, God, or or a health issue or a job or whatever it is, Lord. I just pray that you would intervene as only you can. Um, Holy Spirit, you would just comfort, you would bring comfort, Lord, and that you are the God of miracles, Lord, that you would just intervene. And even now you would just speak faith and hope and life into their situations and, and let them know, God, that you are with them, that you see them, and that you're working all things for your good. Yes, I just Lord. thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, Amen. Amen. One of the things about this song that we like the most, I think, is the bridge. And um, it's, it's turning this conversation inward where it says, you know, be still my heart. Know he's in the waiting. Know that he's faithful. Know that he's good. And so it's like a lot of the Psalms are, is David speaking to himself, encouraging himself, you know, why are you downcast? Oh, my soul, right? This is the, you know, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul is that song too. So this idea of encouraging ourselves in the waiting in the goodness and faithfulness of God, I think is a very, very important thing. And I like that that was kind of brought out in the bridge. So that actually really neat part to, to that's, that's when we really collaborated on it at our house. And I think singing it, live is fun because it kind of escalates you know and just like we're we go from like talking to ourselves to like screaming at ourselves <laughs> which is good as long as you don't argue with yourself as long, as long as you agree with yourself you're in a good place and if what you're saying is in a good with god that's right. even better so yeah yeah well hey sometimes we need to encourage ourselves right yeah because we're, we find ourselves just getting downcast and we're like oh everything's a mess and you know we've got to learn to speak to our our feelings, our heart, you know, to, to trust God sometimes. Yeah, so wake up my soul. So absolutely. Right. Okay. So yeah. we, you talked about obviously a little bit there about the season that we're in as well with regards to, I guess you've been impacted with your careers with lockdown being uh, probably holding back a lot of shows you want to do and all that sort of thing. So since we spoke last June, what have your cashman's been doing? Hmm. Wow. Since we spoke last June. So you've, you've had an album that hit, so Burn, Burn came out, which is fantastic. Great album. One of my favorite albums of 2020, I might add. So, oh, so thank honored. you very much, guys. Great. Thank yeah, you we, so much. We, we tried to stick our foot in that one. Um, the, we released uh, uh, Burn in August. Yeah, the whole album was released in August. And then we, we toured a bit while we could. Yeah, we did, a, we did interesting... Uh, what do we call it? Socially distanced tours. <laughs> well, we were touring. Yeah. Well, cause that's, you know, we, in June, wait a minute. We didn't, it was, it was June last year. It was June, 2020. We yeah. spoke. Oh, wow. Yeah. June, 2020. Yeah. So we were touring um, as much as we could. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So here in the States, there was a, a little bit of provision, not much, but um, for creative touring, so to speak, where it was outdoor, you know, we, in certain states, you were allowed some outdoor uh, events if they had, you know, socially distanced um, seating and whatnot and, and certain things like that. So, 
So we just kind of, uh, you know, obviously all of our planned tours of the year were just completely canceled um, once, once it struck. And then we were reached out to by some churches and um, obviously all the festivals and big things like that were canceled, but some churches that were just starting to kind of open up a little bit, um, you know, they reached out to us to come do some things. And so we, we found a way to still do ministry and still do some music in the midst of all the crazy that was going on. Yeah. So we did a little bit of that. We moved, <laughs> we renovated our house, um, you know, so it, it was, it was actually quite a busy year. And of late we we're, we're writing and recording a new song with uh, Ben Calhoun of uh, Citizen Way. Yeah. Our buddy so, Ben from yeah. Citizen Way, he's, um, he and us, we, we co-wrote a song together and he's producing it for us. And so we'll have a new single coming out um, some point this year. I won't share a date or anything because it's a little too early for that. But do, do we even get to know the name of the single? Uh, it's called Shelter. <laughs> Shelter. Okay. Shelter. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Well, one of the things, so I'm a prodigal son. That's my story. You know, that um, Luke 15 is, is me, right? So um, I came to Christ at a later age. And so what, one of the topics, we're always thinking of concepts when we put a record together. And so um, we're looking at the concept of the prodigal son. And we were going to, we're thinking, we're not sure, it's like this working title um, that we're thinking about um, around well, is it okay to share? Probably not. Probably not. Well, you just <laughs> Prodigal message. Prodigal <laughs> message. Somewhere in that vein, yeah. Secret yeah, so, yeah, It's going to be exciting, I can tell. <laughs> but from the father's perspective, how he feels about the son leaving, and then from the son's perspective, you know, what, what is he thinking, you know? And so it's just those two perspectives um, that we're kind of fooling around with. Yeah creating ideas around. Yeah, and we like to write. We write, we write books around our albums. So we're crazy like that. I like that your music comes from a bit of depth and actually carries quite a lot of weight. Sometimes when I speak with people, they I ask how a song came about something and, and they go, well, I had sort of an idea for a title and then I went and I went to the writers and I said, I've got this idea for a song and they've got the title. And God does something good anyway through the writers and they come up with a great track. But it's lovely to hear that the songs that you are creating come from personal experience and from your heart and from your yeah. studies of scripture and all sorts of different aspects of actually what God's already been doing in you. So uh, I, I think that comes through in your music. It's Thanks. great. So, but the fact that you also write stuff as well. I feel like it's going to come from what God's speaking to you, yeah, you know, like you got to own those meanings. And, and live, you know, that's that's part of the beauty of, of playing out live. And I feel like that's that's where people really connect because music is great. But we always thought the music is is a tool for the message, you know. And so yeah. in a live setting, that's something that we just enjoy doing. And, and from our audience, we've heard over the years, they love that is just being able to hear the heart behind the song and, and the story behind the song and, and the ministry within it, you know, and being able to, like, bring that song to life, Um through teaching and through sharing and through story. And so that's something that we do naturally live. So to have it in the form of a book just kind of made sense for us too, um, a devotional. So we're really excited about releasing our um, Burn devotional book that will be coming out at some point this year as well. And um, yeah. I, I think it's going to be brilliant. So it's a great resource, people. So the next track that we're going to play from you guys is called The Promise Is You. 
I'd love it if one of you could just tell us about it and introduce it before we hear it. Well, Gordon, we had this idea for a title and we just brought it to the writers. And they just- <laughs> <laughs> Works out well then. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded good. (laughs) No, this one we did co-write though. That's funny. Yeah, we co-wrote this one with Matt Armstrong, Armstrong, who's also a deep guy. Um, He's written a lot of great stuff. You know, at the cross, uh, your blood runs red. Chris Tomlin. Yeah, he's written some great, some scars by Ina. Yeah. Um, So we've written with him uh, quite a bit, I guess. Um, On this one, we did. Yeah. This one, two or three. But anyway, anyway, this was a collaboration with him and also our our producer, Rusty. And um, I think, well, do you want to share about it? Yeah. So um, Tarry until the promise is, you know, until you receive the promise from the father is what Jesus tells his disciples. Right. The promise is the Holy Spirit. Right. It's another it's a that term is is um, interchangeable with the Holy Spirit. So. in this chapter that I'm developing around it, the, the idea that the promise is you, the promise is God, the promise is, but think about what, what Jesus is saying is that the Holy Spirit, God's spirit is going to dwell within you. You know, it begs the question, well, why, why, like, why would he do that? And what does that mean to me? So anytime you write something, anytime you write a sto- song or a book, we want to, you know, we want to, say what needs to be said right so it's like we don't need more songs we need songs that are that are needed to be said you know we need meetings that actually need to be got to, to get out there um that's kind of how we take it so with this with the idea of, of writing around the holy spirit it's like well you're going to boil the ocean and you know i mean where do you start like it's like talking about you know you know all the attributes of god it's just it's never ending so what needs to be said about the Holy Spirit? Well, what is he, what is his function within your life? Why would God send the Holy Spirit to dwell within a believer? And how is that any different from just believing in faith prior to, right? So this idea that the Holy Spirit empowers you to live for him, the Holy Spirit convicts, as he said, he'll, he'll bring revelation. And so there's all these acts, these aspects that we that we get, these benefits that we get from having the Spirit of God living within us, um, that prior to Jesus was, you know, or prior to coming to Christ, you don't really have, you know. Um, I remember when I first came to Christ, this this I, this sense of Him alone was overwhelming. But the sense once you get the presence of God, the sense of of who you are in relation to Him comes and. And, and there's all sorts of, you know, there's all sorts of revelations that come with, is what I'm saying, with, with knowing God is with you, right? Is knowing God's within you. And so he guides, he protects, he leads, he, he you know, he empowers you to overcome sin, these kinds of things. He, he cleanses you, he washes you, watches out for you. He, he's called the paraclete, right? Which basically means parakletos, para being alongside of, and called Kletos as he's called alongside of you, right? So the paraclete, the Holy Spirit is called to walk with you, to be with you. And that's, and that's, I mean, tremendous when you think about like, you're not alone, kind of like what we're talking about within the waiting that God is with you. He's good. He's faithful. And you can, you can trust that. And, and, you know, I think also there's a sense of peace, you know, that comes Jesus, every time he showed up in the room, he would say, peace be with you because he's probably freaking them out like ah jesus and so the peace so when jesus 
Jesus' presence is peace, right? And so I think that that alone is is a big deal. Calms your spirit, calms your heart, calms your mind. Anyway, um, so that's this this song is um, kind of getting to it, but you know. Well, I think I think to sum it up, it's a reminder. The song is a, re- a reminder that our promise is is God. You know, our, our hope is ultimately God. It's not in the things of this world. You know, there's a line, you know, that we're anchored in his truth. We're anchored in him. And so just that reminder that our promise is, is not the blessings of God is not what he can give for us or do for us or, you know, anything that we can obtain here on earth, but our, our promise and our hope is God himself. Thank you guys for all that you shared and thank you for your music and the blessing that it is. Uh, I can remember that I became a Christian age 11, uh, but it wasn't really till I was 18 when I first had someone pray for me to actually be touched by God's Holy Spirit. And it was an absolutely life-changing moment for me. Um, off the back of the song, The Promise Is You, it'd be great if you guys would be happy to pray for our listeners for them to maybe be touched by God in a way they haven't before, to receive uh, peace that they might not know, or anything that you feel in this moment is appropriate for you to pray off the back of that track. That would be really wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Father, we pray for your spirit of God, your spirit, Lord, to touch the hearts and minds of of those who listen. And God, that you increase faith um, in in those that are are hearing and, and believing that you are, able to be with them that you are present and that your presence is peace and father may they know that may they understand that you love them that you have a a plan and a purpose for their lives and that father that you can change their hearts and you can help them to overcome whatever they're dealing with right now and that's the promise that we have god and we know that we can rely on your promises because you're good and uh, your, your promises are yes, and they're, and they're amen. And we believe in that, and, we, and we're byproducts of that, Father. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit uh, re- uh, revealing to us uh, the fact that you, are, that you are real, the fact that you love us, the fact that uh, we're not alone. Yes. And, um, and, we, and we thank you, Father, for everyone that, that's listening, God. Touch them, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Brittany, for some of our listeners, they maybe don't yet know God for themselves. Um, what would be a word of encouragement that you'd have for them? Hmm. Um, I think if they're listening long enough to get to this point, then there's obviously something in them that is open and interested at the very least. And I think my encouragement to them would be to be honest with God um, about where you are. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, there's this, this misconception that perception that we have to have everything together, you know, that we have to, uh, be a hundred percent confident, you know, before we can pray or before we can approach God, or I have to have my life together. I'm so, you know, I've done all these bad things, you know, God can't love me or God can't, why would, why would I pray? And, you know, there's this idea that they can't come to God, you know, even though they might want to because of what they've done or because, you know, questions or doubts or anger they might even have towards the Lord. 
And so my encouragement would be to, to, to pray. And, and, and really what that means is to just be honest with God because he already knows you and he already, you know, can, can feel through all those fears and doubts and questions and concerns. And he, he sees through all that and he knows you and he loves you and he created you and he's your father and he has a plan and a purpose for your life. And his grace is enough for you and you don't have to fear. You don't have to feel shame, um, you know, and, and to be open and to be honest with him. And even if it's God, I don't even know if I really believe in you, you know, show yourself to me, make yourself known to me. If you, if you are real, I think that's a very honest place to start if that's where they are. And, and God is so good and he's faithful. Even, even in those prayers, he's going to make himself known in one way or the other. I really believe that. Um, and so I think that's the starting point is just, just talk to your father, you know, just, just come to dad, you know, and be honest and don't be afraid to um, open that door of conversation and bear your heart. You know, um, he's, he's there for you and he really does love you. And, um, and I think also just, just being able to set aside, I think there's a lot of just confusion out there in the world, unfortunately, right now about Christianity, about the church and about the Bible. And, and sometimes, you know, we, we, we both came to Christ um, at later ages and didn't really grow up in Christian homes. And um, there's just a lot of confusion sometimes. And I think if you can set that aside, you know, what you know of church or what you think you know of church or what you know of religion or what you think you know of religion and just come to your father and, and, and be honest um, and start there, you know, and then seek the scriptures, seek God's word, which is the Bible. Um, and I think that is the best place to start finding if you have any Christian friends, you know, people that, um, do you know the word, um, at least a little better, you know, and, and trying to find a good church. Those are all things. But before you get ahead of that, I think just coming to God um, and, and to pray, that's, that's where it starts. That's where the relationship starts. And if, and if someone's at home and they've got a dusty old Bible that maybe they never really looked at, it's just sitting on a shelf or something, where would you recommend they start? Because it's a big book with lots of little books within it. What book would you say is the best one to start if you want to start to find God for the first time? Typically, we'd say start in the Gospel of John. Yeah. It tells the story of Jesus in a way that reveals him as God. Um, and I think it's very plain. The Gospel message, the Gospel, the good news of the cross and all that is um, is, is pretty plain um, in, in John. So I would say start there. Yeah, so it's the fourth book in the New Testament. So you're going to have to open your Bible towards the back somewhere uh, and and leaf in leaf in a bit, and you'll find John in there. And it's Matthew, Mark, Luke. Yeah, John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Acts and Romans. Follow on. So um, <laughs> so it's it's a great it's a great book to start with, John. Good recommendation, guys. Uh, and of course, uh, also Brittany mentioned finding a church. Uh, so if you aren't yet part of a church, do pop along to www.findachurch.co.uk because there are many many churches that would love to help you find more of God's love. Okay, so here we are, guys. It's 2021. It's a whole new year, a whole new season. We're hoping. What 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 are God's plans for you? We're hoping you would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you'd asked me, I'd have spent some time having a chat with God and found out for you. Know. <laughs> well, we're we're you know, it was easy. I'll say this, man. It, it was easy to like get hit with 2020 and be like, look, we can't do this anymore. 
what, what are we doing music for? We can't even get together. You know what I mean? Like, why are we even bothering with this? And I don't think any of this has taken God by surprise. And he's like, guys, I would love for you to keep, you know, doing what you've been doing, but you know, things have changed now. So you're going to have to, we just, we're just trudging ahead, man. You know, I, I feel like the biggest thing that we can do right now is to just complete the work that is God set before us. And I think that we looked around at some other things and other options that we could do, taking a church position, doing different things, and just sort of like taking a, a massive turn to sort of bring in a little bit more stability, right? And that's, that is a thing. But we just sort of had a place where we, we thought, you know what, this is the door that's open for us. Let's just keep walking. This is the path set before us. God isn't, he keeps showing up. Like we said, we were moderately touring. We're probably the only artist that was. I mean, we, were, we stayed relatively busy in a way, you know? So as long as, and, until we feel like God is really shifting this call on our lives, and that's what it is, because otherwise we'd be crazy. <laughs> um, we're just going to keep going ahead, you know, keep writing and keep, you know, um, just keep doing what he's, what he's called us to do. Yeah. I can't really say it much better. Yeah, we feel like we just need to keep being, you know, good stewards of what he's given us until, until we feel like, you know, mission accomplished or, you know, he sends us in another direction. Um, we're going to continue to to be good stewards over this. So we're, we're writing songs. We're going to, we're recording. We're going to be doing more recording. Um, we're writing a book, a new book. We're touring to Florida this in March, I mean, yeah. April. We're touring Florida. Yeah. So we're, we're staying pretty busy. Um, beyond that, where it goes, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM artist interview. So, I, I can imagine, guys, that when you're on the road, there are sometimes things that don't go entirely to plan or just a very funny incidences. Have you got a story that you could share with us? Oh, man, we okay. have so many stories. So many, too many stories. You ready? So in an RV, you have to dump your own waste. And so <laughs> this can be fun and adventurous. So we, we were on our way for a big, big meeting in Springfield, Missouri with a publisher. And Brittany was late in the studio in Nashville, just mixing uh, her song home. And we finally finished it and got on the road and I had to drive all through the night. And so on the way, I had to stop off and get gas. And I, I, I was getting back on the highway when um, I heard something rumble outside and I thought I'd run, run over something. Anyhow, so I just kept going and I had to pull off a couple of exits ahead to sort of dump my tanks again. So these are the, the waste tanks. You have gray water and black water, and you've got to get rid of them. This and is the so, stuff, by the way, that we, we we like to share with these young, you know, aspiring you you teenage artists that are like, I think this is just so, the most glamorous thing in the world sure. that we do, that we are just like, you know. Rock stars. We have arrived, and we have to yeah. go, okay, there is... <laughs> There's a whole nother world to this. God likes to keep you humble. You, <laughs> you gotta know? make sure that you're called because it's not all glamour and, yeah, yeah. and fun. And yeah. <laughs> so I pulled off at this gas station and when I got there, the sun was just rising and I got there and it was, I realized what that noise was, was one of the bays in our RV opened up and spilled out all this merch. It was empty. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I lost all of our stuff, but I still have to dump my tank. Cause, and it's hard to find these gas stations that have like a dump station. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to dump the tank. They obviously fell out over there. It's like five in the morning. Someone's probably, 
you know, I'm sure nobody's taken our stuff. You know what I mean? So anyway, so I go to dump my tank and the hose breaks off the RV and sprays everywhere. <laughs> all of our oh. stuff all over the so, and, and it's not like you can get in there and shut it off because you're going to get drenched. I was already drenched with my own feces. And so I'm like, I apologize if any of your audience is like, yes, right now. Or, <laughs> sorry. But this is real life. And just, just, just pouring out. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, so I, I made a big mess. I finally shut it down. I hosed off as much as I could. I am, I am covered. And so I've got to hose myself down. <laughs> and I down. wake up to this because I'm sleeping, sleeping in the back of the bus. Yeah, and, I, and I hear just this, oh, oh. yell sound. And then he comes in and it's just, he just starts ripping out clothing. <laughs> it just smells horrible. So that, that bay it. wasn't all the way empty. It had a few boxes left in it. it and so so anyway, I shut it down. I got it myself changed. And I'm like, I got to get back to that exit, right? Because all that merch is probably sitting there. So now this is taking longer than I want. Yeah. I pull out and I, and I pull, I, <laughs> it's so fast. I pull onto the main road and it's like a six lane highway, you know, not a highway, but like, you know, like a, a route. And so the bay opens up again and spills out all our merch. So it broke, you know, the bay door broke and it spills out all the rest of that merch, all our CDs boxes of cardboard boxes onto the onto the road and so i i noticed this and I, i'm like oh my god so i pull over and get out and as i get out i'm running i'm trying to get there to get the <laughs> this madman who yeah. smells of you know what and he's just running out and here comes, of the a, here comes a truck but this truck is coming and i'm like stop <laughs> and he runs right over all he's bam there's a big mess so I'm out there trying to collect them and some guy pulls over and he's trying to help me. And I, I'm like, Hey, I, so he's Spanish. He doesn't speak. Any other. And so I had a Spanish savior and it's called Salvador. So I, I handed it to him. I'm like, maybe this was for you. Maybe this is what this is all about. It was for you. And anyway, so I pack up all the stuff We get back on and I get to that off ramp where that rest of the merch is that was supposed to be spilled out and there's nothing there. It's gone. So I'm like, okay. And now don't forget we're on this time crunch because we have an Yeah, I've got to get to Springfield, we have an Missouri. We're meeting with publishers. Yep. We're, we're just going to make it. I've got it. like six hours to get there. And, so, I, and now I'm like, now I'm like, okay, if I just go the whole way, I'll get there like on time with maybe five minutes to spare. Oh. So I'm maybe like 20, I think is what it was. <laughs> so I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving. I'm thinking to myself, what was in, what did I lose? Because I'm trying to do inventory. Like, what was in that bay that that opened up that we lost? And then I'm like, the books. The very (laughs) very books that we're going to to Springfield for. All of our books are gone. Yeah, all the books are gonzo. So we're just kind of sitting in silence in the RV at this point, driving, just kind of in disbelief of what just like, happened. What are we gonna do? And probably had the windows open because of how bad it <laughs> smells still. I didn't even have time to clean them up, clean themselves up properly. And we're just kind of—I st- just remember kind of staring ahead, like, "What are we? What just happened? What? What are we gonna do?" And the phone rings. And, and, and not only that, Gordon, it was the beginning of a two-month tour out west. So we were going from there. We're going out to California. Yeah, that's right. And doing and a ton of dates. And it was like all of our merch now was gone. So we're just sitting there like, what in the world? And then all of a sudden, maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, something like that later. Someone he, calls. He gets a call on his cell phone. And, and they said, is this the Cashman's? <laughs> and I said, well, this is Jonathan Cashman. And she goes, um, I found a bunch of your stuff. And I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> At least they, 
it's found, right? But now it's not helping me because I can't turn around now and go all the way back because I've been driving maybe for 15, 20 minutes. I can't turn around, get stuck, and then turn all the way back. So I'm, I'm just like, I still got to just go and just talk to him about this. So I said, well, what I can do maybe, she goes, how do I get this back to you? I found a bunch of your boxes and, and a suitcase and stuff. I said, well, maybe I could send a, um, a UPS you know, box here. I don't know. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to pay for shipping. So she goes, well, where are you? And I said, well, I mean, I, I'm at mile marker or whatever. And she said, Oh, I'm like five minutes behind you. I'm going the same direction. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> so we pull over, wait for her. She comes in and I am like, I want to kiss her. You know what I mean? I'm like this. <laughs> thank you. This lady. So I give her everything. I'm like, here's our book. We wanted to CDs. pay her. She wouldn't accept any money. So we just like just started unloading on her. all of our CDs, all of our books, her t-shirt, everything we have. We're just, please like, let us bless you. So then we find, we get, but now we're like, all right, we gotta, we can't stop. I gotta like floor it to Springfield. And it was like six hour ride. And I'll tell you what, man, we got there just in time. I yes. just in time to meet him, run in the back. Take the quick, fastest quick, shower. Quick shower. Put on your clothes. Didn't want to smell like, you know. Uh, throw on a suit jacket. Look professional. Like yeah, look all like, yeah, like, put it all together. And we get in, to, and, it's, and it's this massive building. And we get in, we have this big meeting, you know what I mean? And it's, it's like, if you guys districts. had any idea what we just came heads, through. Yeah. <laughs> and they, we got the deal, and they, and they signed it. But, they, you know, we got out, and I think it was like a few days later, I got a text from that lady. Listen to this. She says, you don't know this, but I've been, I've had stage four cancer and those books and the, that, and your music has been touching me in such a way oh, man. that I, I just can't be more thankful that I met you and all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, this is amazing, but God, <laughs> isn't there a better way? <laughs> <laughs> Easier way to get this to her. <laughs> like a less, a, a less um, feces filled way. <laughs> Minister, yeah. wow! In some ways, maybe maybe it was good that you lost the merch onto the road because otherwise, if your feces explosion had gone over that as well, then it would have been a much worse thing. So actually, look at it the way that it saved your merch from any sort of extra damage, and it even got hand delivered to you. That is a great story, but also the blessing that it brought to that woman. Sometimes God leaves the 99 and goes after the one. And uh, that is a great example of someone being blessed out of extraordinary circumstances. So <laughs> I, I, I hope you don't have too many future experiences of being coated in the brown stuff. Me too. <laughs> no, that wasn't the only time. Okay, well, that's the next one of them. That's for the next interview. Ask me again. Yes, for, the, for, for part two of... Yeah, I feel yeah. like Gordon. Yeah. I feel like we could write an entire book just on ridiculous stories on the road, low bridges we've hit, cranberry bogs we've driven we've through. In. It's just ridiculous. Uh, I'm, I am looking perfect. forward to them. Yeah, for definitely for the next one, line up your two best. So that would be that would be great. Okay, so we've got one more track to play from you, and it's one that we're I, I would say familiar with here on Hope FM, but it is a great track. It's called Close. Can you guys just tell us about that? Yeah, Close was actually the first song that we wrote um, and uh, kind of did a demo recording of off of the new album, um, Burn. And so it's funny because I remember um, singing a demo of that when I was like 
eight months pregnant and my big old belly. And I was like three feet away from the mic in the studio, <laughs> breathing heavy. Not very close. Um, <laughs> not very close. Um, that's my memory of, of that song. No, there was a first one of, of Burn that we wrote. Uh, we wrote it with our producer, Rusty Berenkamp. And um, the message of this song, I just love, and I, I especially love it now, because obviously we didn't know when we recorded it um, what was around the corner in 2020, but just the idea that in the unknown, in the uncertainty of life, um, in the midst of fear, God is close, even when it feels like we're all alone, which I think we can all relate to in a whole new way after last year, God is still with us and that he uh, does not leave us. He doesn't forsake us. And um, just in the midst of the fear and the uncertainty, you know, that he's, he's there and he gives us his peace and uh, he reminds us that he's with us. Yeah. There's a scripture, uh, it's Romans five ten. It says, while we're God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. So while we were enemies, God was reconciling us um, through Christ. And we say like, we say it this way, that the, the cross brings us close, you know, that we were enemies apart from God. Christ came to sort of bring, bridge that gap between God and man so there could be reconciliation again, right? So sin causes this huge separation. So um, Christ, by taking our sin on the cross, and putting it to death, raising it again over death has, has brought us now access to God. Like we we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Now we have access to God. It's a great thing. It's not something small. I mean, this is no small thing that we're talking about. It's a big deal. And knowing that he's close is, I think, everything that, that Christ is, was trying to explain to the disciples and to people when he, when he was here on earth is that accessibility to the kingdom of heaven the accessibility of the Holy Spirit, the accessibility to God through prayer, through um, the Holy Spirit's indwelling within us, um, that, that God is with us, through us, working in us, um, speaking through us. You know, he's a, still a miracle working God. He's still very close and he wants to be close. He wants to call us uh, closer to him, you know. And so, um, yeah, as poppy and as fun as it is, it's, it's, a, it's a, a real meaning, right? Absolutely. So, Jonathan and Brittany Cashman, it has been an absolute honour to have you back here on Hope FM for the artist interview. Thank you so much, Hope FM. We Thanks, love Hope you FM. guys. Thank you yeah. for listening. And we hope to talk to you again soon. Love you, Gordon. Thank you so very much to Jonathan and Brittany Cashman for joining us for the Artist Interview, a podcast from Hope FM. I hope you enjoyed it. There are loads of other great interviews and artists for you to listen to. Just pop along to your favourite podcast platform and search up The Artist Interview. And while you're there, why not like it or subscribe to it? Share it with a friend. You want to spread the great blessing of the stories that these artists have to share. So for now, that's all. God bless you. Bye-bye. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview.